Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jonathan Harvey, and I'm your host of the Modern Conservative Podcast on a doom, gloomy Tuesday in Salt Lake City, Utah. We're getting ready to have a bunch of snow, which means in Utah, we're going to have a bunch of fun. And then all of us that live in Utah, we all love the snow. Okay, not everybody, but most of us. And that's why we stay in this state, so we can enjoy the winter. Um, and uh, the holidays are coming up, and um, we are having an event. This uh, Blex is having an event on the 6th, which is this Saturday. And uh, we like for all to participate. Everybody's welcome to come. Um, we're going to have music, speakers. Um, we prefer to keep it nonpartisan. It's just a matter of just having a good time. And uh, if you want to read more about it, you can read my post on Facebook. Um, and that's the Modern Conservative Podcast on Facebook. Just type that in and you can come across the uh, flyer and find out more about the event and come and enjoy yourself. We're going to have some really good food. Or I should say snacks and uh, have great conversations and enjoy the festivities. That's coming this Saturday, um, December 6th at six o'clock at the Davis high school. I got to check on that, but, uh, I should have done a better job of reading my own flyer, but I've got a lot on my mind today and a lot to talk about. I'm just trying to decide on, uh, in which order I want to get to it. Um, last week I, I did a podcast and, um, it was a heated podcast, I should say. Um, I still stand by what I say and said in the podcast. Um, but you know, I brought up a certain organization such as, well, let me say, I just brought up conservatives. Let me tell you, let me clear up some things before we go any further. No matter what, if you're conservative, you're already part of the right group. You're already part of the right group. Now, we're not all going to agree on everything. That's like anything that has a multiplication of people involved. But as long as we believe in the core principle, we still can do great things together. Um, we are a melting pot. When I say we, I mean this country. We are truly <clears throat> a melting pot. And that's what makes America so great. It's the ability to, ability to assimilate all types of people into a country that's one of the world's greatest countries ever, ever, ever founded. I think a lot of times we forget about that because we take being American for granted. <clears throat> and sometimes we live in our own little bubble and uh, we don't reach out to people or parties outside of our bubble because it makes us uncomfortable at times. I truly believe in order for me to go into a situation and to and become comfortable with it, you actually have to 
enter that uncomfortable situation. And then you realize that time, wait a minute, this is not so bad at all. Or he or she or they may not be so bad after all. But as a conservative, you know, we're not going to always think alike. And I truly wish we stopped pointing fingers at each other for things that may not be so likable to all. But to not like something about a person does not make them a bad person. It just means you don't like that person. But I do, I do appreciate everybody. You know, I do appreciate everybody's thoughts. Because that tells you or expresses what we need to change in ourselves, in our communities, in our schools, and in public office. I think so many of us, like I said before, we all, I'm part, I'm the same person. I do the same thing too. We all take some things for granted. And right now, right now, our freedoms, we should never take for granted. Um, because you just can't buy freedom. It's not something we can go out and pick off a tree or go down to the local hardware store and build it. Freedom is fought for. And sometimes that battle is a bloody battle. And will this country ever get to that point again? I don't know. I really don't know. But I will tell you this as conservatives, you're going to need every conservative you can think of to win the upcoming battle this coming election year. I do say if we manage to screw up and lose this next year, 2022, the midterms, we are definitely in trouble. There, we are definitely in trouble. The polls say Republicans should smash 2022. But then again, Look at what happened in 2020. That election didn't go well like we thought either. So let's not take for granted this next election as conservatives. Because I can tell you this, we all believe in pretty much the same damn things. There are some variations. But don't let the variations distract us from doing what we need to do for the country, not just for ourselves. So on that note, let's, uh, let's do the damn thing. Black, white, yellow, brown, and everything in between. Let's do the damn thing. Let's represent our country. Let's turn it red. I mean, I love to turn New York red. I love to turn California red. You know, One of the two would be great. And so those of you in California listening to me, 
Those of you in New York listening to me, do something. Conservatives, do something. Let them know you exist in California. Let them know you do exist in New York City. Because outside of New York City, and actually, it's really Republican. I wouldn't say necessarily conservative, but it's Republican in New York. Outside of New York City, the metro, it's heavily red. So all of you out there living outside the metro, speak up. Speak out. Don't let us forget about you. Make us know that you are there. California, outside of Los Angeles, outside of San Francisco, San Diego. Speak up. Let us all know you're out there. We love to hear from you. As of today, speak up. The voting poll, the polls are not open yet. But what you can do, let everybody know right now how you're going to speak and what you believe in and that you haven't been forgotten. And you won't allow yourself to be forgotten, even in a democratic state. Enough of that. Let's move on to something that's been bothering me as of late. And it's not racism either. It's coronavirus. Here we go again. Now, isn't it ironic that they make it, how does this, the FDA come out and say that it's okay to give children, basically now all children, the jab. But what's more interesting is simply this. The Omicron is more sensitive to children. What a coincidence. What a hell of a coincidence. We have a new variant now that will mainly chase around children. Right about the same time, they approved shots for five years and up. If that doesn't sound like a scam to you, nothing will ever sound like a scam. Hell, I got a bridge, I'll say, in Salt Lake City. It's already paid for and I have the title for it. Please sign up for it. Send your money first. This is getting absolutely ridiculous. I don't know why people still wearing masks. I don't know why people even considering the jab. You know, I don't know why people are still getting the jab after the federal government mandates are just squashed. You know, corporate America is doing the work that the government could never do. Because it's all about money. It is absolutely all about money. And if you tell yourself it's not about money, you're an idiot. I straight talk. You're an idiot. It's absolutely about money. You're still wearing around a damn mask on your face 17 months later 
And for over a year and a half, or a little under a year and a half, you still haven't got the message. Your mask does not work. All of you that's running around here with the blue mask on, why don't you stop, turn around, turn the back of it around? Oh, actually, I think it's on the end of the box and read what it says. Because every one of them is going to have a disclaimer on it. Actually, no, it's going to have the truth on it. In case you don't know what a disclaimer is, it's going to be the truth about the product you're going to put on your face. And the reason why they do that is so they don't get sued and you say, well, I got coronavirus and I wore this mask every single day. When the hell are people going to wake up? When are the lights going to come on in their damn head and you realize it's a joke? Yes, some people do get sick from coronavirus, whether it's the Delta variant, whether it's the Omicron, uh, Omicron, whatever the hell you call it, that one. There are getting to be so many of them, I'm forgetting. When are we going to stop saying, oh, my God, you don't have a mask on. Could you please socialize six feet apart? But when you're in a restaurant, the same old story. You're sitting back to back to people. Back to back. That's kind of a song. I'm just getting so damn sick of it. It just, it's getting tiresome. I'm to the point now where I just don't even want to talk about it anymore. But every single week, there's something new. And the reason, when I say something new, I don't mean like, new and great and no it's like oh shit these people will not stop you got Fauci talking about you know you should be okay with the current vaccines but I promise you I promise you something as always which is always consistent there will be another vaccine that needs to be taken that you need to put in your body they'll keep dumping this shit in your body until when do you say enough is enough are you that big of a coward in life where you keep putting something in your body and you don't even know what the hell it is? Come on, people. For hell's sakes. You keep doing it, they're going to keep telling you to do it. And here's the thing, you know, it's not the Trumpers that are against the vaccine. There's actually Democrats against the vaccine. Because let me tell you something. If Donald Trump was the president today, I still wouldn't take that damn shit. I still would not take the vaccine. And he can give himself five injections of it. I still won't take it. Because the simple, the simple truth is, nobody knows what's going to happen long term. And especially when the government is pushing something so severely and their mandate and making you take it. Hell, if they don't make you take an aspirin to lose weight or aspirin make you take an aspirin to get to reduce heart disease, why am I going to take something they don't know what the hell is going to do, what it's going to do in three years?
They don't make you take things that have been tested in control studies, but they make you take a drug with no control study, no long-term history, and side effects of, of long-term history side effects. You don't have any of that. But this is the one that they make you take. And what's so crazy about it is you're taking the shit. Yes, that's my favorite word today. I don't feel like saying crap because now I'm at the point of shit. But you're taking it. Some of you are trying to get to the front of the line to take the crap. You're still wearing masks outside. Now, listen, look, I know the people that are listening to me right now are not the ones, for, for the most part, wearing the mask outside. And, outside. and the one that wear the mask outside are not listening to me right now either because they're outside with their mask. They think they're safe. Well, it's what's called an extreme sense, well, extreme sense of false. How do I say that? Like extreme false of security. That sounds better. But I don't understand these people. I really don't understand these people. I saw a poll the other day where there are actually there are actually people who believe Joe Biden is doing a fantastic job. Where in the hell do they find these people? Where? Because I don't know anybody that's saying, at least publicly, that Joe Biden is doing a great job or his administration is doing a great job. Our country is in so much debt right now it's ridiculous. And but here's the thing. We're in so much debt now. They printed so much funny money. Raised inflation. Jobs are lost. Nobody wants to go to back to go back to work, but they still want us to pay our damn taxes. They still want us to pay our taxes, but yet they blow the debt ceiling through the roof. Under the name, in the disguise of coronavirus. Remember, everything that's going wrong right now is because of coronavirus. Everything, the shortages, the shipped off port in uh, Texas, and California, no food on the shelf, meat's up six to 8%. The automotive industry can't get parts. Used cars are up 45%. Home prices up, at least in Utah, <laughs> through the roof. Utah is one of the few states where you can put your house on the market today for $350,000. Somebody would literally offer you a cash price of $400,000. That's how the shortage is right now in the state of Utah. And California, that doesn't mean you come here either. 
because you're actually part of the problem we're having in Utah. See, those of us that, that live in this state want to buy, that want to buy a new home have to compete from the people in Calif- with the people in California who, sell, who have sold their and I, I can only imagine these companies that are making masks are making millions of dollars, like 3M, for example. They're making millions, if not billions of dollars on these masks. Coronavirus is one of the best creations for making money because that's what it is. It's a creation. It's the China flu. It's the China virus created in China. You know, what's funny is, you know, you hear all the statistics of, you know, how many people that are getting the virus that have already been double vaccinated. And you know what? The people that are walking around with the funny blue mask on, walk around with the funny blue mask on, they don't believe that. They don't believe that. Here's something I want you to think about for, you know, for a second before we go to break. Australia. Lockdown as a country. If you're unvaccinated, you cannot leave the country. If you're unvaccinated, you cannot enter the country. So then my question to you is, why do they have the new variant? How did it get there? How did it get into Australia when they're on lockdown? One of the only countries, as a matter of fact, that's pretty much all the way locked down. How did they, how did that virus get in there? Well, Either it came in on an envelope or somebody who was vaccinated brought it into the country because they're only allowing vaccinated in or out. So that's something to think about. Fact checked if you want to, because I did. Um, Before I go to break, I want to say, Jason Preston, I got your back, buddy. The conservatives, we have your back. Alina Erickson, we have your back. And Utah will know who you are very soon. My name is John Harvey, and I'm your host of the Modern Conservative Podcast. We'll see you on the flip side. Back, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jonathan Harvey, and I'm your host of the Modern Conservative Podcast. Um, before we go any further, I want to get back to that toy drive we have coming up December 11th um, at the Woodcross High School. Um, this is very important 
to me, my members, my exec, my leaders, and Blexit. Um, this is an event where I want you, when you walk into the door, check your politics at the door. This isn't about Democrat or Republicans. It's about people helping out with the toy drive. You know, the cost of entry is a toy. That's going to go to, you know, children across the state. The boy and mostly, you know, the Boy Scout and the Girl Scouts of America. Um, I don't know what to say other than that. It's going to be a great event. Um, please join us and uh, participate and bring a toy. And if you don't have a toy and you forget, still you're still welcome. We're not going to throw you out the door because you didn't bring a toy. We can't take cash. We don't take money donations. But maybe the next time you contribute with your time. So back to the show. And I want to talk about uh, something that uh, that's um, the next coming year. This year, we as conservatives need to figure out how to get along. And this goes back to what I was talk that I was talking about in, in the beginning of the show. We as conservatives, and even if you don't identify as a conservative, if you're conservative base, even if you're Republican base, we cannot have another Christmas like the one we're about to have now. We just can't have it. We shouldn't even want it. You know, I don't want to talk too much today about the Constitution. We all know a lot of what the Constitution stands for. But I want people just to realize something that we've gone through hell in the past, you know, two years. At that time, it would be two years. We're just ending out this year around in the corner to next year. And I'd be damned if I want another year like this past year. I'm sick of coronavirus. I'm sick of the Democrats' stupid, irresponsible behavior. I'm sick of the Afghanistans. I'm sick of the border crisis. You know, I'm sick of everything in this country is racist. I'm sick of people getting out of jail, going out killing people because they lower their bail so they can get out of jail and reoffend. I'm really sick of the Democrats. I'm really sick of the liberals. If the Democrats were doing what they're supposed to be doing, instead of bribing voters, their, their constituents, the Democrats, tell me one thing that the Democrats have done this year 
that has benefit has benefit anybody. Well, somebody please email and tell me what have they done other than benefit themselves? What have they done for the people of the great for the country of the great country of the United States? I can't think of one thing. I hear them doing doing a lot of talking. Hell, they got they have the house and the Senate and the White House, and they still can't get bills passed. And you best believe those bills are not in our favor. It doesn't matter what political affiliation you belong to, because people believe this. There is no bill that they put on the table that says this bill only benefits or hurts the Republicans. Those bills don't hit the floor. That bill doesn't exist. When they screw up the Republicans, they screw up the Democrat voters as well. And if you're tired of their stupidity, if you're tired of their doom and gloom message that they spread throughout the country, they're always speaking on doom and gloom. There's nothing positive about the Democrat, the Democratic Party. And when they give you something that sounds positive, then it's a lie. I mean, they either talked about COVID, Fauci is on every channel every Sunday morning talking about COVID. Joe Biden, so, he's so mad now that he is demanding people to get vaccinated. I'm so tired of them talking about the border crisis as if it doesn't exist. I'm so tired of them talking about how Republicans are so racist or conservatives are so racist and we are just oppressing African-Americans, Black Americans. Everything is freaking negative. I'm tired of hearing about the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. Now that narrative is now if it's okay to shoot a white man, two white men or three white men, now it's definitely okay to kill black people. I'm sick of that narrative. When the hell is it going to stop? I'll tell you when it's going to stop. It's when we as conservative stand together and just slap the living crap out of the Democrat Party. I don't mean that literally either, so I got to clear that one up. We literally just slap the bejesus out of them. We hit them so hard at the voting booth that they don't realize they just lost everything they lied about. That's how we change things. That's how we get up in their asses and let them know we're not going to go anywhere. That is how we Americans who believe America is the greatest country on this planet and we're going to protect it with our conservative ways and conservative ways is not always the same for everybody else. But with that said, we are conservative enough that the Democrats know we are not messing around anymore. Go to your school board meeting. 
run for public office, do the damn thing, get in their way, slow them down. And if you live in a state and your senator or your congressman on the national level and the state level, get them out of office. Get them out of office. If they're running around, if your senator vote, if you're, here's one for you. If your senator or your congressman, I should say, is one of the 13 that voted for the infrastructure bill, get rid of him or her. Get rid of them. That's how you make a statement. Put somebody in that seat that's going to do the people's work. Not the devil's. The people's work. And once again, not the Diablo. Because I do not want to see another two years like I've seen by the time we get to the next election. I don't want to see another two years like that. And I'm telling you, January, February, and onward, it's not going to be any different. What you will see is Democrats throttling back on some things and implementing the Trump program. They've been doing it right now on the sly. You know, like, you know, you know they're coming out with the stay in Mexico policy now. Guess where that comes from? Donald Trump. Guess why they implemented? Because it works. Now, their version probably won't have the teeth in it like Trump's did. But they know they got to do something because the election season come up. Oh, and get ready for racism, too. That's always effective for the Democrats. Maybe not these next next year. Maybe not this next year. But usually, that's always effective. Around February, they will notch up the racism rhetoric. They will, they will notch it up. By the time they get done, even black conservatives used to be in the Ku Klux Klan. So, you know, I just tell my mind, myself and my mind to get ready for it. Because it always ticks me off. Because you know it's coming. And people fall for it every single time. And they're praying for something they can say, the police brutality on a black man. They're praying for something like that to happen. Because when that's when those incidents happen, it distracts them from, or us supposedly, from what's really going on. And they like the distractions. They're the masters of distractions. Coronavirus is a distraction. Why do I say that? Because they don't want you to know they're making a lot of money during this coronavirus. Somebody said to me today, how are they making a lot of money? They're, they, uh, the shots are free. I have to look at them and realize they don't really participate in the United States because they don't know how it works. See, what people don't realize, the federal government does not create in- industry. They do not create 
industry. The federal government doesn't manufacture anything. Last time I checked that I know of, they don't manufacture anything. They just pay a lot of money for things that have been manufactured. But they don't create anything. So when the federal government is giving away free shots, they get them from somewhere. They buy them from somewhere. And then this case, Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, and AstraZeneca, they all are making billions of dollars on these vaccines. You really think they're doing it for free? No. They're the only ones in the pandemic that's really making a lot of money, other than Amazon and Google and Facebook and Tesla and uh, all these guys that have become super billionaires. They're becoming billionaires because they're selling a lot of products. Uber, Lyft, you know, all these food uh, delivery services, they're making billions of dollars off of COVID. But guess who isn't? You and I. You know, we're told we got to stay home. We got to shut our business down. We have to social distance. But when you see these politicians on TV, they have a mask on in front of the camera. When they leave the camera, the mask comes off. That's all theater. <clears throat> Those are the signs you know when you're dealing with a bunch of clowns who think they can pull the wool over everybody in this country's common sense. Because you can have your eyes closed and still use your common sense. I think um, we just got to do a better job at voting for politicians. We have to do a better job of calling out the BS. We got to do a better job and letting them know we're not going anywhere. Letting them know. You work for us. And it's high time you learn that, Mr. Congressman, Mr. Senator, and the President of the United States. So that brings me back to the point of electing quality, quality, I mean quality, not just quality, but outstanding citizens. I don't mean perfect. I don't care if you wear a pair of blue jeans, as long as you get the people's work done. You know, and it's not that hard to do. Just do what you're going to, what you said you were going to do. Just do what you say you're going to do, going to do. It becomes harder when you try to lie to us. Then you try to hide that deceit. That means you got to do more work. So if you vote for a bill that your constituents in no way, shape, or form agree with, now you have to hide it. It won't work. But then you got to make up an excuse why you voted for that bill. Just do what you said you were going to do. Do not be one of these politicians that just want to get along. 
stay in office. Well, let me tell you, your colleagues are not what is not what keep you in office. We keep you in office. Sometimes we keep you in office too long. For example, Mitt Romney. I hope the hell that dude is out. I think it's 2024. I hope he is out. Utah, if we do nothing else, let's get Mitt Romney the hell out of Utah. And he could take Spencer Cox with him. Because as far as I'm concerned, there are two peas in a pod. There's not much difference from him. You know, Romney, if I stand corrected, and I might need to be corrected on this one, but I think he also was one of the 13 that voted for the bipartisan infrastructure bill. See, and that's what's crazy. It's bipartisan now. Now you can no longer say, oh, the Democrats screw that up. You can't say that anymore. Those idiots, those 13 idiots that voted for that bill, the blame can't be just put on the Democrats now. Can't be put on the Democrats. They had the votes. They had the majority. But they couldn't do it because some Democrats didn't go along with it. I think there was one, maybe two, but I know there was one. Didn't go along with the bill. And it's sad when you think about 13 Democrats going along with the bill that's completely against what we believe in as Republican conservatives. So I'm just thinking, how do you win when your own team is playing for the other side? How do you win? Seriously, how do you win this fight? When conservative voters are at each other because we don't see eye to eye on certain topics, so then the movement become stale because you're fighting against each other while on the other side the Democrats are still in the people who are outcasted from the conservative party so the Democrats get stronger then our politicians play for the other team how do you win You have to stand strong. All the BS that we talk about, all the stuff that we don't like, if you're a true conservative and you do believe that you love this country, if those people who fought for this country can lose lose their lives to, to give you the freedom that you have, well, you damn can well can set your ego and other issues aside for the sake of this country you say you love. Nobody is is saying don't believe what you believe. Nobody's saying stop believing what you believe. Nobody's saying put anything aside permanently. But sometimes you got to recognize the cause. That's how you win. That's how you win. 
we all know that divisions, you ever heard the phrase divide and conquer? Well, if you're fighting each other, you're divided. And when you're divided, it's easily to be conquered. So I just wish people think about this stuff. If you truly believe in being American, truly love your country, and you know, look, most of us in this game, we know what the Democrats are trying to do. We know what they want. They want absolute power. They want a, a socialist country, to say the least, socialist. They want to get rid of the middle class. And they want us to depend on them. But what is stopping them? One is the Constitution, which they despise because the courts are also founded under the rights of the Constitution. And that's a problem for them. But you keep bickering amongst yourselves, get divided. You won't pay attention to what they're really doing. There's one thing about politics. There's one thing about being a conservative or being in the politics. But it's another to know what the politics or the politicians are doing. A lot of people just say, hey, I'm a conservative, blah, 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 blah. But they don't know anything about politics. They don't know how to look up a bill. They don't even know what's in a bill. Most of them doesn't, don't even know. A lot of people don't know <clears throat> the bill system even exists. You could be 100 million conservatives. You could be 100 million conservatives. But if you allow the Democrat to like to, to knock your teeth out, well, you don't have much of a bite. You don't have much of a bite. So do not let them divide us for any reason. For any reason. Because I can tell you this. You won't beat them at their own game. If 2020 wasn't your clue, you will not beat these people at their own game. And then there's a reason why they always speak about speak on division or trying to create division. And they're doing it within the conservative party and you don't even know it. I'm not trying to hang myself. I love all conservatives, all conservatives, because when it comes to wartime, you're going to need every single one of them. You don't have time to do a background check. I don't care. You don't have time to check their religion status. I don't care. All I want to know is, can we win this fight together? Can we win together? My question is to all of you, can we? I think we can, but we, we definitely have to get back to the basics. And that's one big conservative family. I'm coming to the end of this podcast. And once again, I've enjoyed myself and I love it when you guys are listening and, you know, 
I know sometimes I can get loud and, you know, but that's just who I am. Um, I'll get louder on Thursday. My name is Jonathan Harvey. I'm your host of the Modern Conservative Podcast. Take care, people.